You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heatherly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with musicians and artists from Chattanooga and the surrounding areas. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I'm your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today is a very special day because this is the first time that Open Mic Spotlight is doing a live interview. We are here at the En Route House, which is a fairly new hostel in town, and it is run by Cody and Lizzie, and they are very nice people, and it is a wonderful hostel. You should check it out. Our guest today is Roots of a Rebellion. And they played last night at Clyde's, and they're pretty popular in town. They've played at Clyde's before, and they've played at Revelry Room. They won the road to Bonnaroo last year. They're getting bigger and bigger by the day, I feel like, and I'm so excited to have them here. We are going to start out with a song. What are you guys going to play for us? Hi. We're going to play The Giving Tree off of Inner Light EP, inspired by Shel Silverstein, who we were talking about this morning over at Chocolate Chip Pancake. Always there for us Someone we can trust At least until we have to start growing up Taking what's given to me And passing it on To the ones I love Helps these branches reach to everyone of us I'm so happy with this giving tree growing in my backyard It reminds me that giving is the way to your hearts Happiness comes easily Just forget that stress And let us give you a comforting remedy Anybody want to clap their hands? One more thing about this giving tree Once it starts growing Nice Watch out Cause there sure ain't nothing stopping it From passing good vibes In this garden Of you And I can't stop watching it grow Thank you 
That was so wonderful. Yeah, we were just talking about that book, and I said, man, I've been wanting to write a, a song about a, a Shel Silverstein poem, and then you have one. <laughs> I wondered why you kind of laughed a little bit when I said that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about where you guys are from. So we are based out of Nashville, Tennessee. That's where we met at Belmont University about eight years ago, but we're actually kind of from all over. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Adam, our bassist, is from Ohio. Jeremick and Justin on keys and trumpet are from Nashville. Marco on guitar and harmonica is from Clarksville, Tennessee. And our drummer, Troy, is from Florida. We met in college. Some of us were dorm mates. Some of us were uh, in the music program together. Some of us were in the music business program together. And we just met because we loved music and we loved jamming. And we kind of started out as a cover band. Then we started playing on some of my originals and then we all kind of started bringing songs to the table, and now it's a total democracy as far as songwriting and just being all in together, trying to spread the vibes. It's wonderful how you guys kind of seems like you're all pulling the same weight and you're all in it together and for the same reasons, which makes for a much more cohesive band. And you can get a lot farther that way with five people pulling rather than just one. And you guys have gotten really far because of it, I feel like. so. All three of you write songs for the band? There's actually five songwriters in the band, and we're three of the lead vocalists. Marco sings a verse, too, that you'll hear in a little bit. Very nice. Can we do a cover? What are you going to play for us? Let's do uh, Pockets. It's by one of our favorite bands out of Rochester, New York, Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. It's a war of culture, politics, religion Struggle of our soul, nations rise, nations fall And they be filling up their pockets 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 in a world of vultures, microscopic precision And misinformation, and economic division And they be filling up their pockets 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 Pockets, It's a war of culture, politics, religion Educated fools, 
from uneducated schools And they be filling up their pockets 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 Pockets, shit Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. Huge, huge inspiration for myself and a lot of us. But check them out, for real. It's really cool that you guys won Road to Bonnaroo. I've been kind of watching it go down. This year, I have a couple friends that are still in the running, which is pretty far right now if you're keeping up with that. And so the fact that you won that, it's pretty big, and you guys got to play at Bonnaroo. Let's talk about that experience a little bit and how that went down. That was a total dream come true because many of us had been to Bonnaroo as fans. So it was crazy to be on the other side and to actually play and have like an artist pass <laughs> and all that good stuff. It was kind of surreal, a dream come true, a blessing. We still camped out with all our friends though. We still went out to pod nine, moved all our crap from artists and just we're like, no, we want to stay with our friends. We can't just camp and artist camping. We don't know anyone here. So we had like a, four space combined group. It was it was a pretty nice nice area. We had like 30 people out and so if you anyone wanted to do anything, if anyone wanted to hang out, if anyone wanted to go in, we had a, you know, someone there that wanted to do that with you. So that was what was really nice about Bonnaroo was having the whole family there, having everyone there out there with us, which was really neat. Just because it's such a local event, you know, people can do that, which was really nice. When you guys entered into the competition, did you have any idea that you would win no. it? We actually all talked about possibly not doing it. That was our major conflict with it was it's a lot of in-town shows. We're trying to not perform as much in town and we don't know if we're going to win. So you're going into a competition with a lot of really good bands from Nashville and from the Tennessee area. That was the other thing about last year was they didn't just do Nashville. It was Nashville, Chattanooga, Clarksville. It was ev everyone, they brought everyone together at the end for all of Tennessee. So it was like a band from Knoxville came to Nashville, which kind of seemed unfair because we're from there and it's a crowd vote type of situation. But it was a really cool event and I'm really glad that we did it because you know we were able to really put ourselves out there and perform at Bonnaroo, which was absolutely amazing. It was my first time ever going. So my first time going was performing at Bonnaroo, which was really hype. <laughs> so when you started the competition, was your fan base still pretty small? No, that was the reason that I think we really kept going and moving on was the crowd and the audience out 
out front, they lit up the moment that we went on because we had our group of 30 people that we also took with us that were just getting so into it. Mm -hmm. So that was what was really nice about it. We have a really danceable vibe. So the moment that you see people in front dancing, it's like, oh yeah, well, I might as well move back here as well. Yeah, And I feel like when you have a group of 30 people already into it because they know you and they're there to see you, it just makes everybody feel that much more into it. Yeah, exactly. The momentum there was really awesome to see each fan coming out every time and just being like, yeah, we're, I'm going to vote for you. I'm not. I'm, yeah. When are you guys playing? Yeah. We were like, I have no idea. They're like, oh, okay, well, I'll stay the whole time. I don't care. I feel like when you win a competition like that in Nashville, especially your fan base just grows even more. Yeah, it definitely put a big spark in Nashville, which was really cool. And the cool thing about us being able to put ourselves out there like that and performing reggae music and stuff like this is because it's starting to catch on with people within Nashville that are like wanting to do reggae, but they're like, well, it's not a viable market here. But, you know, Nashville is one of those places that if you play good music, that's what people want to see. They don't care about what it is. They care about why you're doing it, how you're doing it. And they might not even dance the whole time, but they'll listen to you. And that's a big thing that some people miss with Nashville is that you have a whole bunch of people listening. And they might not be dancing, but they're listening and they're being very attentive and they'll, they'll let you know at the end, and they won't talk to you at the end if, if you mm-hmm. didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> we have a long-time playing reggae band here in Chattanooga called Malele Roots. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. we used to play with them a lot. I feel like because of them, Chattanooga is very opening and welcoming to reggae music. And that's all it really takes is like a couple local artists to really get things going. Whenever we tour around the southeast, we normally look for a couple local artists that are pushing the scene and pushing music and pushing like their own type of vibe that's kind of complementary to ours. So that's what's really nice about going to different areas and stuff is running into people that are doing similar type things and able to speak a similar type voice. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do another song. What are you going to play? Let's do uh, one of Jeremy's songs. It's on our previous album we put out last year. The album is called A Brother's Instinct, and this song is called Stronger. Desire screaming, I'm born to be 
But I choose not to listen, choose to get lifted instead of being so stuck in my head. Been so set in my ways, learned to be cautious of praise. Became accustomed to homie sugarcoating my shortcomings. Hidden intentions keep me like, what you really want from me? Drive militant. I'm a giddy and giddy up until the third wall. Seven trumpets will play. Seen on a mission where my limit will be tempted, but I stop and let the weak heart drop. I'm a soldier, conquering lion. Oh my God, look what I done. Look where I been. Look where I'm from, but I'm stronger. I conquered my own. My mind and soul. I look around, I figure out. They talk about my name aloud. I grow stronger. I grow wiser. I grow tired. Stronger, stronger, stronger. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the places that you guys have toured to. Have you guys had a full tour yet? We actually just went on the March West tour through Texas and Colorado. It was our fourth time out to Colorado. It was our fourth time to Texas. So we've pretty much done Texas, Colorado, and then as far northeast as New York City and as far south as Florida. What are some of the places you played in Colorado? Did you go to a lot of the ski towns? We did a couple of the ski towns. Uh, we did Steamboat Springs, but a lot of it was in Denver, Boulder, Pueblo, Colorado Springs. We did do Aspen in November. That, that was awesome. What places did you go in Texas? Played Austin, Houston, San Antonio, Corpus Christi. We were there right before South by Southwest. Played this awesome festival called ATX Wildfire. Linked up with a bunch of bands in our scene and kind of relative scenes. And it was just a lot of fun. Also, my brother lives there, so it was really cool to see him. Let's talk about some of the really awesome things about being on tour for you guys. And then some of the more challenging things. I'll just let you guys go for it. <laughs> First off, I want to say one of the awesome things about being on tour is having good people like Kelly, our tour manager, mom, merch girl, merch woman, I should say. Just having people that put you up wherever you go or people that feed you breakfast. All those people make being on the road away from home a lot easier. Yeah, I'd say that the community that has been established, we rely on the goodwill of other people. A lot, like a lot of times. And that's what I really like about going on the road and performing this music is the people that come out and the people that really support us, really support us and put a roof over our head sometimes when we don't have it. We've probably slept in our van like five or, or six times. Which isn't that much Which for Which isn't that a... bad. No. Because no. we're, we're touring a lot. We're touring all the time. So every night we need some place to stay. There's some nights we start we start the gig and we're like, all right, by the end of it, you know, someone start talking to people because 
We got to figure out what the hell's happening tonight. I think it's really good that you're talking about this because it gets back to, you know, how music was started and it was in the community and supporting artists and helping them come up is like the only way that you're going to have good music and people doing it in your town. And that's kind of like why I'm trying to do the show is so we have more people supporting it so it's happening more. And I love that you're bringing it up because it is so important. It's very important because, like I said, we've slept in our van about six, seven, eight times. And those are the times when I'm like, this is terrible. I'm shoulder to shoulder with my brethren. We're having to sleep straight up. We're having to try and get like a half hour of sleep so someone else can get on the road and drive. We've got enough people to, to make it through the night and back to Nashville, wherever we're at. But... You know, it might take us <laughs> a couple more hours longer. <laughs> I feel like when you're in, and you guys really aren't in the beginning stages, but you're in the beginning stages of tour life, I feel like, being on the road, and it's the hardest. And I think people who are not in it kind of see it as, like, all fun. And uh, Yeah, that's, a, that's the funniest thing, is we go to, like, a different spot in the country, and or we go to, like, some place, like a fraternity or something, and they're like, oh, so this is what you guys do all the time? You guys just, like you know, drink and smoke and have a good time and just like chill and party. And we're like, I mean, so we do <laughs> hang out and party, but this is like 5%, if not 2% of what we actually do. You know, you don't see us five hours in rehearsal, just badgering one part of our music and then just being like, no, nah, that doesn't work. We do that kind of stuff all the time. That happens more frequently than us partying and those types of feelings. Yeah, I think the hardest part is actually being on the road itself with all the crazy semi-trucks and just people texting and driving and every day is a miracle. Like today driving to Knoxville is going to be a miracle, for real. <laughs> you know, sometimes we drive through the night if we don't have a place and it's like two hours we can get home. Birmingham's only about three hours, so this was March 4th on a Saturday and we decided to drive back. Troy, our drummer, was driving and it was about 5 a.m. and I woke up in the back seat to a blowout. The rear tire blew out and naturally kind of lost control a little bit. This semi barely missed us. And I mean, we were just all in shock. We pulled over. Luckily, there weren't too many cars since it's 5 a.m., but we had to get out and then we had to unload everything out of the trailer on the side of the road so that we could get the hitch off so that we could jack up the, the tire. So it was like an extra hour and a half just getting down and dirty and trying to get this spare tire on that already looked sketchy. <laughs> um, and luckily we made it home. This was right before we headed out to Texas and Colorado. We got two new tires on and and that's another thing, like maintenance on the van. We just spent $1,000 to keep the van running. Like, it's just a nonstop, you know? The more money we make, the more money we spend. So it's like, we really do do this for the vibes and for, you know, the music itself. So we're grateful to be staying here at an awesome hostel, super clean, awesome bunk beds. I mean, super legit. I feel so. like my bed was straight therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another song. Cool, we're gonna do one of Adam's songs, our bassist. Yeah, this song is called I Live in Light. It's a song that we've just recently started working on. Focus how you feel the motion of your life. The rush comes over you, and jazz here to see you through. We are alive. We're a bunch of people on the 
this earth it will be peaceful when we make it right I live in light make my love shine bright I live in light make my love shine bright it is the language that applies to those aligned refuse to fall in love I love myself therefore I love somebody else I'm trying to be Earth and we're deceitful, some deserve to die, and some deserve a better life. I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live in light, I live in light, I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live in light, I live in light, I live in light, make my love shine bright. Focus now, you feel the motion of your life. The rush comes over you, and just here to see you through your life. We're a bunch of people on this earth, it will be peaceful when our ego dies. Rastafari, I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live in light, I live in light, I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live in light, I live in light, I live in light, make my love shine bright. I live to and who you draw inspiration from as musicians. I know that can be two different things. Uh, let's see. This morning, Cody put on this band that I've really been digging, Krongbin. K-H-R-U-N-G-B-I-N. It's like instrumental, jazzy, grooving, rocking. Yeah, mad world. Mad world. <laughs> um, we also listened to the new Kendrick Lamar album yesterday in the van. Damn. 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 I heard he's releasing another album on Sunday. Is that for real? I mean, he's just unstoppable. I mean, other than that, everyone from the Meters, the City Champs, you know, all the legends, Bob Marley, Jimi Hendrix, we got those cassettes in our, in our van. A lot of like Mariah Carey, <laughs> really into Mariah, TLC. Destiny's Child. It's like big inspiration. There's a lot of 
people doing reggae currently that we're really getting into recently. You played that one album that you picked up at Grimey's. Frighteners. The Frighteners. They're a really cool American reggae group that plays a lot of roots. The Expanders plays a lot of roots. They're out of California. There's also a big reggae movement happening out of the U.S. Virgin Islands. So there's people like Desiree and Ancient King and the people that started it, which was Midnight, Vaughn Benjamin and Ron Benjamin, the two brothers that started Midnight. Now it's called Akebeka, but a lot of those guys are people that we've listened to to, to kind of understand what's happening today in current reggae music, how to develop it, you know, how to stay in the know, what's continuing to strike people, what's continuing to like resonate with different people and different groups. It's constantly evolving, but reggae is one of those things that draws on a lot of traditions. It's a very universal music, which is why it's so widely accepted. What are some of the ways that reggae has changed over the years? It's pretty funny. Up until I met these guys and I was in a band with them, I didn't know there was American reggae. All the bands that they've put me on to, I'm like, they've been here the whole time? And that's just because I've been listening to a lot of roots music, like Jamaican artists, Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, Augustus Pablo, Dennis Brown, just all these people that from the 60s and 70s. And so when I met them, that kind of blew my mind because I was like, okay, so there's this reggae. So I got really into that. And I would say it's changing still because even with us being an example, all of us come from different musical backgrounds. Like Justin, I remember he used to not even want to play jazz or take solos or anything. He used to just play classical music. But now he's like soloing whenever he can. And, and Marco, I know he has a different background than us, but we all have similar interests. But the thing that really brings us together is just still the roots of the music of reggae. And then we're able to put our own influences with that. So we're not really limited to a genre, but that is a commonality that we have with each other. But I feel like it's wonderful because you can tell that you're all trained musicians, which a lot of times I feel like reggae is not. And it's a lot by ear. It's kind of like how like grunge music has started. It's kind of like how punk music was started. It's kind of like how hip hop has been started. It's people that didn't necessarily have a lot, and so they're working with what they have. And I wouldn't say that they're trained by their own ear, but they're, they're trained by the influences around them. And everyone around them, around them. yeah, mm -hmm. totally. And that's, that's the biggest thing, is that their environment kind of makes their music what it was. That's why reggae music is so crazy and special, because it came from an, a small island in the middle of the Caribbean, and now it's a worldwide type of thing. It's international. But I feel like what's great about Roots of a Rebellion is that some of you are classically trained, and so you're able to add things that they might not even think about because they haven't really been exposed to them. But what's beautiful about it is that what you're doing sets you apart and makes yeah. you makes people well, want to see what you It's our own authenticity yeah. on, on what mm -hmm. we hear. Mm -hmm. That's what's beautiful about, you can look at them and you can say like, okay, they were influenced by American R&B and they were influenced by Mento music and they were influenced by Nyabingi and, and different African rhythms. And then you can look at us and you can say, okay, now they're influenced by reggae and they're influenced by soul and they're influenced by punk music and they're influenced. You take what you've been given at that time and you run with it. That's what we're trying to do with what we're doing right now. If there is one reggae artist that we should listen to that we don't know, someone that we probably haven't heard of, why don't all three of you tell us one that we should listen to? Well, I already told you one, so I'm just going to remind you so this doesn't count, but Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad, <laughs> and their counterpart is Thunderbody. I would reiterate Midnight as well. 
M-I-D-N-I-T-E. They're a really good band out of the U.S. Virgin Islands. They have over 60 albums out. So if you want to check them out, you have a lot of material. I would suggest Rasmek Peace. It was done with all of the performers in the room in the 90s with one microphone. They took my answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and John Brown's body. When do y'all have one? Fortunate right, yeah. Youth, The Expanders, Treehouse, Sundried Vibes. I'm sorry, there's, there's so many lot. bands. There's a and lot. They are, we they're... really like reggae. <laughs> Our band mom, Kelly, will get into the van with us and, and she'll leave after being on the road with a weekend for us and she's just like, man, I'm not gonna listen to reggae until I get back. I don't listen to reggae unless I'm with you guys because you guys listen to only reggae. We're like, yeah, we know. But then like five days later, after she's off the road, she's like, she sees herself sneaking it in, kind of missing it a little bit. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, getting that bug. <laughs> she's like, uh, I just gotta get back in the van. <laughs> awesome, let's do another one. Cool. We're going to do one that we all sing a verse on, or us three plus Marco. And it is called Time. And thank you guys for taking the time to be here. And thank you to Enroot House and Open Mic Spotlight. So long, I need an escape. My soul strong from lifting heavy weight for so long. I just need a place, a very special place where I can get away. I can spend the day somewhere I could climb to find my peace of mind where I don't need a stopwatch, tick tock, grandfather clock to tell me time, time, time. Time, 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 time. I and I got so much time. Really, I'm uncertain, see the world in its perversion. I and I knows my jaw guides. Rasa slit the throat of Babylon, but it's still alive. But I'll try, I'll sling the rock in its eye. Watch the walls fall down as the trumpets cry. You can find me in the pasture giving praises to my master, Hail Selassie. I thank you for this time, 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 time. Time, 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 
21 A roaming under that western sun Oh, I was a-searching for A home, a girl, a fixin' more Oh, at that time I saw what I was For my soul, oh, that was enough in this room Ooh, I need more time to time you know I like to take this time express what's heavy on my mind feel I must apologize those who I I've lost touch with in my life why must I get caught up in my own strife Separation cut me like a knife I need more time 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 Oh Lord Time I need more time And I thank you for this time 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 Thank you. What? How are we on time? Do we have time for one more song? We try okay. Out a brand new one. But before you do that, I ask all the artists on this show to give us aspiring musicians some advice. So if you could give advice to musicians out there trying to make it and hustling and doing whatever they can, what would it be? Just do it. Just Dave Grohl it. Just get out there and just do it and just believe in yourself and surround yourself with people who inspire you and tap into whatever it is that's inside you that makes you want to get up every day and do what you love to do because nothing's easy but life's too short to slave away at something that you don't love doing and I know it's hard but either way it's going to be hard so you might as well enjoy what you got. I guess I would just say uh, be very direct and very focused on your uh, ability to communicate with people. One of the biggest things that I try and do whenever giving myself critiques or giving anyone else critiques, I try and think of two positives before I think of any negative that happened so that it doesn't just take away the vibe and the feeling of wanting to do this all the time. You can get to a point to where you take yourself too seriously that's always a point that you're out of control. Having control of both positive and negative emotions is a very beneficial thing when you're on the road and dealing with a lot of people. When you're in the moment, it's very difficult to do. Sometimes you gotta take yourself away. We're talking about music, which is something that's very individual to each and every person. Everyone has their own musical opinions and own musical tastes. So you have to also take that into consideration when you put your musical taste and opinion on someone else. I would just say music is a gift, so that's not just for those who listen, but for those who play it. So just always remember that. It's pretty important. So you're going to play a new song for us? That's what we said. <laughs> We're going to try it. This, I'll just, this is a side note. We're still working on this song, and I don't even play djembe. I play keys, so, so y'all are a part of this really intimate moment. We haven't rehearsed any of this. We've been touring so hard for the last four years that we've all been sitting on a lot of new songs, but... We had the past two weeks off and we all got together and we just focused on like six or seven new songs. So these are like super fresh. This one is written by Marco and it's called Shapes of a Soul. 
Every year I wonder where I'll be this time, time Once the earth doesn't run around the sun Passes 365 Cause I don't care about money And I don't want to fight I'm here to build something And we need all limbs to climb Yes, I can see The shapes of my dreams that seem to fold Cause I can't believe without the shapes of us all I can't believe All on my own But I can breathe and I can dream when I see The shapes of us all The shapes of a soul When your brain's on fire, no water's to be found Breathe in, breathe out, call upon a friend now Doubt is just the beginning of finding what is true Honesty's key, even if it hurts me or you Yes, I can see shapes of our dreams that seem to show that I can't believe without the shapes of us all I can't believe all that I see but I can breathe and I can dream when I'm with the shapes of us all the shapes of a soul for doing this today. Thank you in Root House. I know that you guys stayed here last night and they had a little get together today with chocolate chip pancakes and coffee and it was so nice and intimate and they let me barge in and do this interview with you guys and you guys allowed the interview. Thank you for being so flexible, everyone, and even you guys, so thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The goal is to promote the wonderful talent we have in this beautiful city in an effort to boost the musical economy. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating or a review. We love feedback. Also, please subscribe on the iTunes podcast app or at www.openmicspotlight.com.